Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here at Guitar Nerds, we want to make sure you have the best chance to listen to all the guitar content that's right for you. That's why we have a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Guitar Nerds. A veritable treasure trove full of interviews, mini-series, and a whole extra half an hour episode every week. Patreon.com forward slash Guitar Nerds. Get your nerd on. Welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Jay Cross. Hello. And Mark Packham. Old Mother Hubbard. <sighs> yes. Guess who's back? Guess back who's back? Again. Return of the Mark. Mark is back. That's right. So we are, uh, we are Matt Knight's back this week. Guess who's back? Uh, Guess no, who's Matt back. No, Matt Knight. Uh, Matt Knight uh, decided that he couldn't make the podcast this week, but uh, we've just seen uh, on our Facebook feed that he's just uploading pictures of him setting up his guitar. So there you go. There you have it, listener. That is dedication from uh, Matt Knight. But don't worry. The three of us are here, and it is... The first return of Mark Patton. The return of the pack. Hello. In, in what, what's it return been? Nearly 10 pack. episodes? Oh, no. Um, something like that, yeah. Wasn't it first week of July? I think it was 175 that I missed, and this is what, 183? Blink 183, the classic Blink band. Blink 183. Um, so, yeah, band. it's what, eight episodes or 10 episodes? Yeah, something like that. And it's a really important episode for you to be back on as well, because, of course, because this... Matt's not here, so you need <laughs> <and> it would have <laughs> just been the two of us yeah. otherwise. And that's just weird. we needed a third person, <laughs> and also, most importantly, uh, it's the... This week has been the most important um, piece of news that happens every year. Uh, in Whoa, the guitar industry. Hold up there, baby. <laughs> Gibson have announced their complete new 2000, uh, 
uh, and 19 Ranger guitars, which is I would to be I would very say exciting. that's not even the most important guitar news right. of this week. Yeah, I mean, the, sure. I tell you what, that Moore thing that we're going to be talking about well, in a bit. I, that is genuinely exciting. I, I reckon think... just skip over the Gibson stuff. Yeah, well, anyway, but first, we have got Mark Packham back. So, Mark, welcome. How's it been? How's not being a guitar nerd been? Uh, it's quite weird being on the other side of the table and like not having headphones on to do the podcast and stuff. And, you like, are literally on the other side of the table. It's really weird. I haven't I, uh, thought about I'm that. Not, I always sit here. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I quite often sit there yeah, when I'm watching football. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm on the other side of the table. That's why it's weird because... Yeah, you, you have... Right, you have got it in reverse. It's me who's on the, the wrong side of the table. Um, th- so that's a bit weird. Like, normally, I think this is the per- first podcast we've ever done where I haven't worn the headphones yeah, and, like, absolutely. been in charge of the thing. And and I think what, what, what also what, what is uh, really interesting... Listener, this is a bit of sort of behind-the-curtain the news for you, uh, in, information for you about Guitar Nerds. Um, in order to consider, uh, continue to receive his paychecks from Guitar Nerds, Mark does have to he, he has a certain amount of work he has to perform some, yeah. a, an amount of airtime that he has to be involved in so he is of course doing the bare minimum yeah so we thought we, we were gonna have to pay him we thought we were gonna chop him out and get uh you know each we were trying to extra, buy him out yeah know, not buy him out just you know even default out yeah so i don't have to like receive like non-domicile status i have to return to guitar exactly. Exactly. land exactly. once every yeah. three months so that i still get the uh get the checks but you have to what wouldn't it, wouldn't it be good if we did actually make any money out of doing this <laughs> like in all seriousness it would be quite fun yeah, it, it would be patreon.com well the thing is is like i'm always hearing about like uh, on 60 cycle hum ryan and steve being like oh yeah i used my uh use my podcast money this week to buy this and that and i'm like why don't we like we, what are we getting money like we just don't like we, we just, we just had a pizza, pizza. Yeah, we did pizza. we did just get a pizza yeah, yeah you're right was, it was a good yeah. pizza anyway mark <clears throat> now you're back you've been uh you've been obviously you've, you've moved over to to reverb and you've been doing some fantastic stuff they're mostly flooding the guitar nerds facebook uh group uh facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum with uh various reverb adverts if they're not adverts they're it's important information. So that is true. It has been great. So I mean, not all of it's been great. Some of it's just been ridiculous. But um, you know, things like the 2019 Gibson reveal that we're about to talk about. We had a, a fantastic article up there. Um, you know, that talked about some of the highlights of the range and stuff. I thought, why not share that? Yeah. You know, it's not like we write these news on guitarnerds.net. There was um, that. Uh, there was that uh, anymore. Yeah, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all. That's gone now. There was that ten thousand pound uh, guitar that was shaped like a. An old Wild West revolver um, made by that, and a northern and a northern English I mean, that's uh, just guitar builder, it? wasn't it? No, it wasn't ridiculous. The hammer was the volume. Just ridiculous. Or was it? No, the hammer was the tone, and the trigger was the volume. I tell you what, I do like is finding the most obscure headless guitars on there, and then just sending them to you. <laughs> yeah, I was that's actually really enjoying that. What did you send me the other day? One of those. Do you remember? I don't listen. If, if you remember the uh, the Steinberger, the old Steinbergers before they were. I, I assume so they made the rectangular spirit shape, which yeah, is currently the flagship model. I, I don't know what that one was actually called, but it had the same body as, do you remember the Ovation Deacon? It had that body shape, but it was headless. Almost a horizontal yeah. guitar. It's sort of a but guitar But isn't it weird? But like, we look at that, and even a couple of years ago, we'd be thinking, that's ridiculous. No one will ever make a guitar like that again. And now it's all about you know these like headless Steinberg math rock. St- sorry. Um yeah, the one uh, that I'm trying to think of the uh, Strandberg. 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 Yeah. Ormsby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, people are just doing those guitars Keys again. All, and a few yeah. years ago, we would have gone, no one's ever going to buy that. Yeah. Turns out. Can I so please thing- introduce you to a little concept 
called All of This Has Happened oh, Before God. and It Will Happen Again. I've not missed this in the slightest. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know who never says that? My reverb colleagues. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, the things that are in fashion at the moment, headless guitars that look like cricket bats and power amps, rack power rack amps. Rack power amps, yeah. It's, like, it's, a, it's a, return, a return to all things digital. But actually, you being so exposed to, uh, Pardon? Uh, to, to gear again um, has, uh, has led to you doing something that you don't often do. You've bought a new guitar. Bought a guitar, innit? So it turns out, so we have, um, we have uh, at Reverb, we've got an office in Amsterdam, and uh, I had to go there for a meeting recently, and sat in the meeting. Um, we were all just sort of sitting around chatting, you know, the meeting hadn't really got started. And on the Reverb app or on the site, um, there's a feature called your feed. Um, and what that allows you to do is basically set up a kind of almost Instagram-style uh feed of listings of things that you would like so for example mine because obviously you know i kind of work there and i've got to cover loads of stuff that includes guitars and drum kits and i've got basically all the categories in the feed so everything that's in the uk pretty much comes up on my feed oh so, i didn't realize you could make it um uk specific yeah that you can make it my problem with the feed totally is that i couldn't not you, see all the american exactly stuff. you just do a search for the thing that you want and filter it by uk and then you save that search to your feed <sighs> so um Yes, obviously mine is like everything. But let's say you just loved, for example, Sunburst Les Paul Juniors. This is my other account. My alt account has uh, <laughs> has this on it. Um, you could just search Les Paul Junior, brilliant, filter by UK, filter by used, add to feed. And the only things that you would then see in your feed would be nice used Les Paul Juniors. So to get around to my original uh, point, I was in this meeting, we hadn't started yet, and I was like, I'll just scroll through my feed, have a little look, and up pops a guitar by a company called Phoenix, um, who, Phoenix were basically a manufacturing plant in... What, it, was, it was Phoenix by Young Chang, wasn't it? Young Chang? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't say that on this. It used to say it on right. the Fender style guitars, but it doesn't say that on, on this Les Paul. Um, so Phoenix were a uh, Korean manufacturer from... Well, I don't know if the factory's still there or not, but from about the kind of late 80s through to the early to mid-90s, they were manufacturing Squire guitars. Um, and alongside that, they were also doing their own range of guitars that were Strats and Tellys. Um, and I think the arrangement with Squire basically went something like, oh, you're, you're doing these brilliant Squire guitars. Love all that. You're also basically just doing the same thing with Phoenix <laughs> on the headstock. Can you just stop doing that? So Phoenix said yes, because they obviously wanted to keep the Squire license. But what they went on to then do um, were Gibson-style guitars. And the one that popped up in my feed was a Phoenix Les Paul Custom in white uh, from about 1990, I think it's 92 or 93, something like that. So, career made. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. It didn't cost me, it cost me, let's say it cost me less than 200 pounds. 199. Uh, yeah, mm. 99p. Um, and it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. You know, it's it's of the uh, rough ilk of the kind of like, I don't know, I would say it's like slightly better than a Korean Epiphone. Um, Does it weigh a ton? Uh, it's quite heavy. I mean, it's a Les Paul Custom. You know, it's it's like you know, I don't know how many pieces of mahogany it is, but it's a small, a low number of solid mahogany. Uh, so it's always going to be quite heavy. Um, and this one needed a little bit of work. So so far, I've replaced the. I bought a new tailpiece because the other one is rubbish. Um, I bought some 
uh, strap pins because the strap pins that were in there were a silver strap lock uh, in the top one and then just a wood screw uh, in the uh, <laughs> in the base. So I've replaced those with a couple of gold ones. It's got gold. It's a lesbian yeah, custom. Yeah, custom. It's the hardware gold. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's the only acceptable guitar to have gold hardware on. It's a white, white lesbian custom. custom. Yeah. Black binding. Uh, black binding. Yeah. Well, no, black and white five or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, of course. Black binding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So it's got the original pickup in the neck, which sounds okay-ish. Um, and then in the bridge, the guy, when he advertised it, said, um, oh, I put a... So at some point in the 90s, he put in a Demacio Distortion. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. Super Distortion. Super Distortion, Super Distortion. Yeah. Uh, in the bridge. Great pickup. Yeah. Um, well, and it doesn't sound very good. I mean, if you, if the, you know, for one thing. Is it a great for, drive like For sounding like Bling 182 between the years of like <laughs> yeah, 2001 basically. and 2006. That was the Invader, wasn't it? Yeah, that, no, oh, it yeah, was the Invader. But it's got... Day with a Super Distortion. Yeah, it's right, got okay. very much that sound. And personally, I don't think it sounds that good because it sounds very, very focused. It's yeah. like incredibly mid-rangey, like those Invaders were or, you know, like the, probably the Green Day sound. Um and it's like it's too much, really. I don't really want that sound. It's like so focused. Um, and it had also a uh, that pickup had obviously been in the bridge a while, and then someone had just or the the previous owner had put a gold pickup cover just over it. And you know, like the oh. And, oh, and, like the pole pieces weren't in the right place. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, obviously, if you buy a gold, if you buy a humbucker, the pickup is usually like uh, wax. Uh, like potted into the pickup, into the cover itself. Yeah. It wasn't that. It was just loose and like rattling around. So oh. I've, I've taken that off. So for the moment, it's got like a gold, whatever, Phoenix humbucker in the neck and this uncovered super distortion in the bridge. Um, but I have, I'm going to buy some pickups for it. Any idea what uh, you're going to no, do? No, no. Monty's? Not yet. Maybe Monty's. I've got a, a conversation with Matt from Monty's about something else so I'll see if he can uh, do me a sweet deal on some, some of his pickups um, I don't know I've also got a wiring harness coming from Gun Street uh, Gun Street are going to be doing me a Les Paul uh, wiring harness for are you it. doing anything fancy with that? don't any, think so I just said can, I've got a Phoenix Les Paul custom can you do me a wiring harness and he said yep okay no problem um, so that's coming at some point um but yeah, I don't really know what else to do with it. The tuners are okay. The rest of the hardware is fine. It's How just a cool little guitar. It? Set up itself for nines, and right. it oh, feels no. like it as well. <laughs> it was yeah. I mean, I picked it up. I I was there. I think the day you got it, or the day after. Yeah, and something I, like that. I went in and I was like, I looked at it. And I was like, yeah, this is yeah okay. And I picked it up, and it and it played okay. I mean, obviously, I I find it. I I suppose it's, one of the benefits of selling on um an online site as opposed to selling on Gumtree is that like. You don't have to change the strings because, yeah. like, you know, you're the the person who's going to buy it probably isn't going to play it. Whereas, you know, you sell on Gumtree or on Craigslist or whatever, like, you're going to have to change the strings because someone is probably going to come around and try it. And if it's got horrible strings on, they're going to be like, "No thanks, mate." To be fair, the, the strings on there don't seem particularly old. They're just they're you not... still not changged them. No. Oh man, they were awful. They're, they're not that bad. They're they fine. Were, they were like they're fine. You can't play so a Gibson dull. with nines. No, uh, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, sevens. Bit of yeah, Gibbons, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so 
Yeah, the string's definitely changing, but I'm waiting to see what I'm doing with this wiring harness. There's no point at the moment in doing anything proper, taking some, taking the strings off, putting a new set on, and then in a week's time, some new pickups turn up and the wiring harness turns up, and I've got to change everything again. I don't really understand why you bought it though, because you do already have a really good Les Paul. Incredibly cheap. Right. Okay. So <laughs> um, you're just you're just looking. You're getting into the world of flipping. No, not at all. It's just I knew it was a very good guitar, right, and it was not money. very expensive. Right. And Fair enough. The things that I need to do to it are probably going to mean that it's going to cost about what it would have cost to buy it at its price that it should be. Right, okay. Um, so in the end, I've saved no money, really. Right, but okay. what I've ended up with is an absolutely banging guitar. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sounds cool. I suppose you, you don't have anything with humbuckers. Yeah. I've got nothing with hum- Well, I do, actually, because I've got that that's strat. Squ- that's squire. So, yeah. squire so strat. you don't see a lot of those uh, Phoenix. Oh, totally. Like the the it, Gibson style versus it's just, the Phoenix. It, they really didn't make it It was just something here. to, like... It came up in the feed, and I thought, "Look, keep this one in the family." Do you know what I mean? Like, you see a good one, and it's you got to grab hold of it. Absolutely, completely. This week, I've uh, I got a Headrush pedal board. Okay, and I re- it, I, I really like it. Okay, they're really good. I'm I'm completely. When you say pedal board, you mean the, the, a, he- a Headrush? I mean a Headrush. It's cool. Well, here's the thing. I was talking to Dan from Headrush, and he was like, um, he was like, yeah. It's a bit of a problem, really, because everyone calls it the Headrush, but Headrush is just the brand. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the Pedalboard. That's a really like bad name, though. Yeah, it's a terrible name. It's a terrible name. But the idea, I think, you know, I, I assume eventually they'll try and add some more products to, to sort of their line or try some other things. In which case, I guess it will become more of a it will become more of a brand name. But you know, whilst it's they've only got one product by this company everyone's just going to call it headrush but yes it is the headrush pedal board and uh yeah i i think it's really good i really like it I, i'm i'm thinking maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm done with pedals and stuff just ditch it yeah didn't you do a video recently about that for gag yeah i did i how, did how uh, did i did how to i did how to oh they they loved it they got hold of me afterwards the uh the 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 us marketing manager actually listens to my band and oh so, i meant and, more like the, uh, the commenters. The, no, and the videos about di- is it time to ditch your pedals? Oh right, no, that was uh, that was actually about the HX effects. The, oh, right, uh, okay. Um, the line six. Well, what I'm HX saying is, effects. what did the commentator, the commenter, commenters, what do say people about that? think? Well, I think everyone's, you know, most people who are sort of into pedal boards are probably into. There's, I think, there's still a big divide in the. Um, in sort of amongst players because I think people who are into gear would always like analog pedals and, and will like c- I, collecting, will like building boards, will like the, the ability you have to tailor something specific specifically to yourself by making something with lots of... I'm not sure that's... I'm not sure that's really true anymore because, I mean, think about someone like Mikey Demas. Well, absolutely. You yeah. know, someone who's super into their gear, got loads of great pedals, got, you know, goes out and buys the, the stuff that he wants that's that's cool. Like, he's got a broadcast, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, he, you know, he's got... He's, he's got one of those Tate, um, Brexit means Brexit. Yeah, he's drives. got... I mean, you know, he's got a load of really great stuff, but he also uses Axe Effects. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, sure. And and so I think that you are, and I think he's been. Has he been talking about Kemper? He's been talking about. Oh, yeah, he uses Kemper. Oh, he uses Kemper as well. But I think that's the point: is that I I think we've got we've come to this kind of weird um, crossroads where people who traditionally I I agree I think there was always two camps. There was people who like pedals and people who like um, simple all in one setups. And, you know, five years ago or whatever, when, when we were working in the shop, 
it was you either bought like Boss and uh, Earthquaker pedals and MXR pedals and TC, or you bought Axe Effects. And yeah. now, I think that it's I think it's you the think lines it's more, have become it's, blurred, it's and cross, I think people are doing both. Yeah. And I think that's because of things like the Helix, and because uh, less because of Axe Effects, because I think. They and I think this is a really good example actually because Axe Effects you could only ever buy direct, whereas stuff like Kemper, stuff like uh, the Headbrush Pedalboard, stuff like uh, the Line Six Helix, you can buy and try in stores. And I think that probably the people who would maybe have gone over to Axe Effects had they had the opportunity to try it weren't going over to Axe Effects because they weren't having the opportunity to try it and they are now going to places like Headrush and, uh, and Line 6 because they've been able to try it and they've gone, actually, this is really good and it's a great gigging option. Well, in that case, do you think the divide now is between people who play live and people who collect and mostly play at home? No, I like, don't. Do think, like, I definitely why don't. Why does Mike Ademus collect pedals and then use Axe Effects? Is that because it's more reliable? Because certainly that was a massive consideration for me in using the Headrush. I was like, well, if I get this one thing and I don't have to worry about power supplies and patch cables and and anything else, you know. And, and like you think about when you have to troubleshoot live, if you have sure. a big, yeah, yeah, you have of a big pedal board, that yeah. can be an absolute nightmare. I've been there a few times, and yeah. like, it's a horrible experience. It can be as well if something's not working in a patch. Oh, of course, on that your, is that actually is the, it's the probably the, even more difficult. Yeah, of course. Yeah, if 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 an entire if an entire head rush pedal board goes down, well, sure. Video, well, you, exactly. But even yeah. even within a patch itself, you know, let's say something's like not behaving itself that was unexpected you might have to dive into the patch and go through a ton of settings or remove an effect or whatever to, to potentially get i guess you're right i guess there's there's it, that's not necessarily the you know the advantage of them then but i guess I, uh, the question is the same thing is it comes back to that age age old question of like why would you have a strat and a telly like yeah, yeah, yeah. the same job at the end of the day yeah. they just sound a bit different and you know it's a nice thing to have both of them you know you could totally have a, a helix and you know you use that fifty percent of the time, and you've got a bunch of pedals that you play with fifty percent of the time. Sure, true. It's, that's the that's the reason people would have both. There's, yeah. I mean, there are practical things for it as well. You might use the Helix Live and pedals at home. Absolutely. Totally. But also, they're just nice things to have, aren't they? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Pedals are, are a great thing to have to sort of mess around with and collect. I just, do you know what? It, it, it was just the ease of. I love the idea that I can sit down for 30 minutes with the head rush and like build a, a totally new board for a totally different genre of music yeah um i like the the versatility of that i think it's uh it's super cool anyway enough about all this jazz we should uh we should crack on with some news because there's some very exciting news this week <laughs> So first up on the news, we have the new, and this is the most exciting thing that will ever happen this year. Well, ne- therefore next what year. What are you talking about? Player stuff's already come out, mate. The new 2019 Gibsons. That's right. That's right. That Gibson having it. That yeah. was really weird. Oh, you were like kind of pretending Gibbons. to yell, but like didn't move away. And It's yeah, like... um. 
Have you ever seen that footage of when uh, Craig, the... Um, Craig David? No. Can I get everyone? Cra- this is going on a bit of a tangent, but when Craig wins the first series of Big oh, I Brother... I knew you were going to talk about Big Brother. Right. I knew you were going to talk about Big Brother. So, Craig, who wins the first series of Big Brother, you know, he's... How he is seemed, this podcast? He, he seems, topic? just for your same thing, that when you're going, yeah... Uh, when he wins, he seems like a bit of a, you know, he's a, he's not the brightest spark. Um, when he comes out, there's no real crowd because there wasn't really crowd back in the series one of Big Brother. When he comes out, he comes out the door and he goes, yeah, <laughs> to himself as he comes through the door, like a little. <laughs> Is he like mic'd up? And yeah, stuff. he's got a mic on. He goes, yeah. Well, he makes that yeah. like pretend big crowd, crowd noise. noise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was in that was in 1999 the, uh, the year 2000 oh was it oh, the is... year 2000 uh, he on his Wikipedia page now Craig Phillips are you sure I thought it was uh, 99 I mean that's what it says on his uh, on I think w- that might be wrong that's what it says on Wikipedia do some further googling okay. series one of Big Brother um, it, uh, Big Brother 2000 yeah um, first series Big Brother 2000 really um Craig Phillips is an English builder, DIY expert, television personality, and presenter. There you go. So, you go. and virtual crowd, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one man virtual crowd. Anyway, Gibson have released their new 2019 range of guitars, and they're exciting. They're slimmed down, and there are some actual crackers in the lineup, which I think might include my favourite thing Gibson have released. Oh, I don't. Maybe, maybe since I've been working in guitar shops. Like of all the new things that Gibson have released, so of course what I'm talking about here is the and I posted a picture of this in the uh, in the Guitarnas Facebook forum. I'm talking about the Les Paul Junior Double Cut. I think it's a tribute. I think they're calling it a tribute. Yeah, they are DC tribute. DC I think is the tribute. Name. But um, one absolutely fantastic guitar, single P90 Double Cut Les Paul Junior, available in some great colours. Well, three great colours and one absolutely weird choice. So, so a, a very tasteful black, uh, a lovely cherry, a gorgeous like a uh, three brown and um, a blue. A, a like blue, a, a dark blue, dampity, damper dye. So weird. Blue. So, so no, no TV yellow, but they'll release no. a blue. So they, they will never do a TV yellow one. They no. won't. Blue stain is blue the, stain. Uh, is the, is yeah, the blue one. So um, I got, I actually played these at Nam. Yeah. Um, and they are very good. It's it, the, the for me the junior is absolutely the pick of the bunch. I, but the junior was always going to be of the course pick of the it bunch. was for us. It certainly yeah. will be. But so, I, so did I tell you that whilst um when. Uh, I was over there having a look at them. One of the guys from Gibson came over and uh, just we were just sort of talking about this, that and the other. And uh, and I was like, oh man, like Double Cut Junior, like what other colours is it coming in? And he's like, well, I'll tell you what, it's not coming in. TV yellow. And I was like, uh, how did you know I was going to say that? He was like, well, I listened to the podcast. So obviously I knew, <laughs> I knew what you wanted. And I was like, oh no. And like really, really like, yeah, we, we're like a good... Like good chat, it was really funny actually. But um, they, they do the, these look really cool. The juniors look absolutely fantastic. Um, the pro- but it is it's a I, I don't understand though. It's also it's like a weird scratch plate. It's yeah. not so, like a proper junior. I, I don't. Know, but, but the shape is a lot better than it has been for a really long oh time. Oh god, yeah. that weird like Mickey Mouse ear one they've been doing for a yeah, while. Yeah, so the horns have changed over the years on the junior, and they, some of the the sort of horn choices by Gibson haven't been great. Now the reason that the plate is different is obviously so that they can make keep the routing really really simple. 
so it's an all-in-one yeah, plate. Yeah. And that is, of course, to keep the price down. I don't know what they're coming out in dollars, but over here in the UK, they're hitting shelves at £650. That's, yeah, that's which really is, good. Which is a that's fantastic really good. And I have to say, I know like we talk about things like the uh, the SLs. Oh, well, no. Is that, no, what were the... What were those? Oh, the Melody Makers, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, there was the, the the N25 or something like that, was it? I, I was thinking of the Melody Makers. Okay, so those right. Amazon exclusive yeah. Melody Makers. The ones okay. that I you know, ended up getting. Yeah, I know they were like £250 cheaper, but but certainly even if you want to look at the um, things like the 2018, like Les Paul, the Warn series, I can't remember what they were. It was like a... Uh, it, it doesn't matter, but they were like a basic sort of five six hundred pound Gibson, and it, it a five six hundred pound Gibson always looks like a you know a two three hundred pound guitar from yeah. any other company. Like it was, there were so many corners being cut, and I have to say I expected that on this, but I was gonna be, be like I don't mind because it's a double cut junior. No, there are none. It's fantastic. The finish. I was really trying to capture in in some of the photos I've taken how three D the uh, like the just the there's a slight flaming to the to the top on the on the on the brown one that we got in and i was like this is great and the little the white plastic button tuners everything about it is absolutely on point with the exception of the scratch plate which i think will bother some people i'm just like oh, it's, it's a different scratch plate. it's fine this is a this is a 650 pound gibson that's wicked yeah great guitar yeah um the scratch plate i hadn't thought about it like that but it is yeah it's just a routing thing isn't it so they can basically just swimming pool the whole guitar not swimming pool it but it can be one big route rather than having to run something through the body to the jack which is what it would be on a traditional junior yeah interesting to have the jack on the front of the junior because normally obviously it would be on the on the side as well so yeah Yeah. again costco measures and you know i don't think it's that bad i'd imagine the process of doing a proper junior makes it a lot more expensive Mm. to do the routing yeah yeah, um, interesting. I mean, I'm, it, it's great. It, it really is. It's really cool. I think. But the thing is, with with the Gibson stuff, um, and th- this will probably segue us through to the next the next couple of models. I have never. I've never had a problem with. Um, I've never. I, I think Gibson have always done cheap Gibsons really well. Like look back at right. the LPJs, like not Les Paul Juniors, but the actual model Le- LPJ when they were you know two humbucker. All maho- like really really nice uh, mahogany body. They just didn't have a maple cap. Yeah. Um, That's or they right. didn't they- have like a flame maker. You know, they weren't coloured. They were just kind of like satin finished. I thought those guitars were wicked. Like yeah. really really good for the money. It's just when you get through to like the studios where it's always felt like kind of a. a st- not quite the distance it needed to go sure so let's talk about the studios in in this year's lineup they've introduced uh, a new finish which uh, in the studios which i think might be the all-time worst uh, <laughs> looking and worst no the, color. no the without a doubt nothing will be worse than the uh Pink fade. Okay, yeah. That, or the gr- I don't the, mind that. No. Oh, I didn't like any of those fade finish. Okay, fade? The, yeah, the, fin- yeah, I didn't it, like... They were like a dipped burst, oh, weren't man, they? So sort of, like, in in the 2018, that. that was the 2018 High Performance Series by Gibson. But no, yeah. uh, the, the this one in question features only on the 2019 Les Paul Studio, and it is named Barbecue Burst. <laughs> <laughs> is that really what it's called? It is called Barbecue Burst. And it is sort of like... <laughs> yeah. So if you're really into like spare ribs and you really like Les Paul Studios, well, don't worry. There is a uh, there is now a finish for you. Sort of a burst that goes from black to a very, very dark, ready 
black yeah, and brown. Weird. Like it's well, a, it's, I don't mind it. I I quite like. Yeah, wow, that is that's a really weird. It does. It looks I'm like into that. it looks like it looks like like ribs, like ribs. Yeah, it looks like ribs. I thought yeah. you were going to say this kind of like bright orange burst. Oh no, the tangerine burst. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot worse. <laughs> okay, so. So the studios in general, I think we all agree, is a really it's it's a it's a rubbish looking series. This well, time, I just don't understand why they put binding and blocks on it. Yeah, like I thought so the it's whole not like, a studio. Yeah, it's very. I mean, fine, you know. Good, yeah, yeah, good on them. Good I on think them. Great to have binding and blocks. It's just and it's just a bit both, of a weird choice. And they've they've but got binding and blocks on the neck only, and not on the body. It's, yeah, it's mm, and yeah. they've got they've got coil tap. They've got coil split. Oh no no, that's like. Coil split is like Gibson's new robot tuners. It's literally it's on everything. Oh, yeah. uh, it's it's really annoying. Yeah. But I don't mind that. You know, they're not with the coil splits. <laughs> this this little I I, <laughs> I don't know if this is on if this is just on this particular um, shops uh, blurb about it or whether this is like part of the press release. But this um, <laughs> um, with two push pull volumes coil tap. Two tones and toggle switch ensure the versatility when you need it. So it's, right, so it's a guitar. Yeah. Is what you're saying? <laughs> it's got a couple of coil taps on. Um, uh. I don't mind the coil taps because they don't make any aesthetic difference to the guitar. No, and you don't have to use them if you don't want to. Yeah. Obviously, you know our problem with the robot tuners a few years ago was it was just they, they looked awful. They yeah. didn't work very well, and you had to have them. Um, and I'm telling you, mate, they're a future classic. 2015 <laughs> Gibsons are going to yeah. <laughs> if you've got one, hold on to it. Keep those robot tuners. Yeah. Yeah, please just stop, stop messing up my yeah. my Gumtree feed when I look at <laughs> when I'm looking for a Les Paul Junior Gumtree feed. Yeah, Gumtree. Yeah, yeah. Out my favourite uh, place to buy secondhand. Absolutely yeah. out of order. Have you ever have you tried to sell something on Gumtree recently? Oh, it's no, the not. absolute worst. It's exactly the same as it always has been. People like Just weird, pe- weird yeah. people come around to your house and ask to use your toilet, and then uh, don't buy the guitar. I've also, again, this is a bit of a tangent, but I've tried to sell a Hoover on Facebook Marketplace this week, and I've had five different people say, "Is this still available?" And you go, "Yes, yeah, still available. Come, you know, come around whenever you want." No response. Like, why would you send the initial message to say, is it available, if you had no intention of then following up when it is available? Can I Can I make a confession? What? Um, I did this <laughs> exact thing really problem. recently with also with a vacuum cleaner. Do you want, do you want a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I keep meaning to tell you that I want to buy that <laughs> vacuum cleaner off you. It's £200. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've, you've given us a lift tonight. Uh, no, I've, I've had two beers. Oh, so God. one of the Boot other uh, one of the other series that has taken a bit of a weird switch is the um, the classic. Now the the classic. Uh, no, I thought the classic was, looks good. The classic does. The look classic. The good. classic does look good. And I again, I saw these in. Um, I saw these at Nam, and they also looked very cool. But my problem with the classic is, I don't understand why you'd reuse that name. So the classic. Last year, in, in 2018s, was essentially like a 56-styled um, Les Paul with, Be- with P90s. Because that's wrong. That's That was the problem. my problem last year, is that Gibson have done a guitar called a classic for yeah. a long time, since the 90s, but I does think. Does it make sense to, to sort of style it after it? Like, why call it the classic, then give it sort of like 70s-style zebra humbuckers and and They've always had that. The, no, well, the no, classics have always had that. 2018, Apart were from 2018. That Which was the year sense. that was weird. That was the year that was weird. Every other year that they've done classics has been um, 
uncover pickups, and they used to have a scratch plate that said 1960 on them. Yeah. Uh, which oh, was, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, just like a weird little uh, inlay. Um, I think they look good. That's what a classic should be to me. Like, I think right. P90 Les Pauls should be something else entirely. Like, that should be off to the side. You know, you've got your standard and your classic. What is the difference between the classic and the traditional? Is that just neck shape? Uh, so I imagine it's neck shape. The um, cost-wise, the classic is uh, sort of a- aiming at, I guess, sort of competing with the Fender um, uh, Professional series. Right, coming in slightly more. They're they're priced at around eighteen hundred pounds. Yep. the classic. So they're kind of the. They're, yeah, they're the person who wants an American guitar to gig with regularly. Sort yeah, of price yeah. Point. Can I point out a guitar in the range that I quite like the look of? Yes. Um, the ES-235. Um, so the 235 uh, is basically a like Florentine cutaway, um, like big hollow body style guitar. So this uh, isn't quite in the 2019 range, but yes. Is it not? Well, it is, but it's Memphis. It's not. Yeah, so, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But it's new guitars that have been announced. Absolutely. This yeah, week. yeah, yeah. Fine. So, um, yeah, there's two, three, five. Uh, which I guess looks like a one, two, five. Yeah. Um, and what's so good about it is that it's incredibly affordable. It's the cheapest hollow body they've made for a long time. I've only got the dollar price of thirteen nine nine. Yeah, I'd actually been. I'd been speaking to the guys from Gibson. They said there is a there is a move to make. Um, to, to divide up Memphis into two areas. So there's very much going to be a Memphis custom shop, which, of course, there, were, there always has yep. been. But most stuff that comes out of Memphis hits a certain price point. And certainly he was saying that, that for them, it's it's weird that, you know, something like a 335 can be as popular a guitar as it is, but it's only available at an extremely yeah, yeah, top yeah. tier. So they're going to start making affordable, accessible Memphis guitars, which is great. Um, sorry to pull you up on something there, but I don't think that's true. When you say Memphis has always had a custom shop, Memphis is where Memphis is where they made some of the um, acoustic. I mean, at least this is when I went to when I went to Gibson in two thousand and ten. Uh-huh. At that in two thousand and ten, all of the hollow bodies were made in the custom shop, which is in Nashville. All of the hollow bodies. So, millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Like even kind of the cheaper stuff, the three, even like the, the quote unquote budget 335s, which were at the time probably still... I think the cheapest one you could get then was probably like eighteen nine nine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, even those were made in the custom shop, which was probably like close to a grand cheaper than any um, Les Paul custom shop model yeah. you could buy at the time. But then they moved all of the production of all of the uh, hollow bodies to Memphis, where they were making some, but not all, of the acoustic guitars. Yeah. Um, because some of the acoustic guitars are also made in Montana, um, I think. Um, and it, and then it was only very specific, like really high end. It became like a big deal if you got like a Nashville made uh, three through five because right. that was made in the custom shop. So I find that quite interesting. I think it's good that they're they're doing some cheaper stuff, but I think it's. I'm not sure about it being the custom shop. I'm a little bit confused about that. Well, the uh, as in the, the Memphis custom shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just as don't in the think the hollow body custom shop. Yeah, but that was always Nashville. Right. That's my that's my point. Is okay. that like like Nashville made uh, Nashville made three two fives were like they were made in the custom shop in the, in the which okay, is a yeah, separate I'm, building I'm not to the hundred percent. Yeah, I, that, I'm just a little case. bit confused by that. That's all. Sorry, I'm not trying to. No, no, no. no the long and short of it is they're making cheaper guitars, and in fact, even I'm just looking at the reverb article now. Um, they are. <laughs> there is a line in there about also the 2019 335s are going to be considerably cheaper compared to the 2018. That's good because they they had been out of control. Yeah, like absolutely. The, the pricing on 335s is just out of control. And it's such yeah. a shame for a guitar that's so universally loved and and could easily be you know be as well used as you know as a, as a lot of uh fenders and sort of entry-level gibsons are it's just no one can no one can afford them um and it looks like as well as the price dropping on a regular um standard production 335 they're also reintroducing the 235 studio 339 studio and 335 studio, oh, oh, the studio version. i imagine studio. they're going to be kind of stripped back uh no frills yeah well they because they were three there were 335 and 339 studios when I was working in the shop, like they were still in there when I left the shop, which would have been what, th- uh, 2000, yeah, three years ago, 2015. Wasn't I that guess? Yeah. the series where they had one that looked like a black guitar, but the more you looked at it, it was, it like, was like midnight, blue. yeah, like midnight like blue, yeah, 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 yeah. They were those, and they, um, they only had one single volume, single tone. Um, yeah, they were a bit odd. Yeah, but... they were. They they were cheap though. They yeah. were like they were like thirteen nine nine or something. Cool which guitar. obviously for yeah, I I don't know. I think they were a cool guitar, but it, like it kind of didn't have all the features that you'd you kind of want yeah. from a three three five. Or just for it not to be like this weird blue color and to just <laughs> be black yeah, I guess. or yeah, cherry yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's also new offsets, isn't it? Like you know. Explorers well, this, oh, yeah, so this is nice. the thing that's actually got me um, got me really intrigued, uh, and in particular the 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 one model that I'm looking at that I think is what top work for them to do a left-handed explorer. Yeah, like, well, that actually, is very very cool. Left-handed guitars across the board, every single every single range has at least two left-handed models. In some cases, more. That's fantastic. Do you know what? When we um, when I posted this article, there were I was kind of the the Facebook tagline was like, "Which of the new models, you know, uh, has caught your eye the most, or which of the new models are you going to be picking up, or whatever?" And so many of the comments were like, "None," because I'm left-handed, 
And like I didn't get around to it in the end, but I wanted to go through and just say, actually, there's tons of left-handed options in 2019. Um, you should really check out what they're doing left-handed because it is impressive, the amount of left-handed guitars. Do you know what would also be impressive where if Gibson provided pictures of the left-handed ones so I didn't just yeah. have to it didn't just have to flip reverse them for the <laughs> for the web listings. It's, it, it's really cool. So they've got so they're doing Karina stuff. Uh they're doing a Karina series of of uh Flying Vs and Explorers left and right and they're also doing um tribute series of uh Flying Vs and Explorers which are What's basically tribute? they're just like black Basically, they're ebony. Uh, they're what? Well, they're black with gold hardware. No, uh, cr- uh, black hardware actually, and um, like yeah. black uncovered pickups. Are they calling um, that one? Because the one that I've got down here is the B two Explorer B two, which I think actually is something again another model. So this has got dirty fingers pickups, black hardware, um, and what looks like a rosewood board, but it might be powerful. Yeah, that's dirty no, fingers that's, pickups that's, in an off-the-shelf Gibson. Yeah. Oh, that's great. They, well, they had they had dirty fingers in Tom the um, not just the Tom DeLong, but the seventies uh, tributes yeah. that came out. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. So the um, when twenty fourteen twenty was it twenty fourteen? Because there was twentieth anniversary. There was runs. the twenty. I think maybe it was the twenty twelves when they did the fifties, sixties, seventies tributes. The fifties tributes were P nineties. The sixties tributes were uh, humbuckers, and the seventies uh, tributes were mini humbuckers, and they were well unpopular because mini humbuckers sound rubbish. That is not true. Uh, yes, it is. And mini humbuckers look super cool, especially on FGs. Um, I. Couldn't disagree more, but you know we are where we are. Speaking of, actually, I am, um, uh, and just to go on a real quick tangent, uh, I yesterday watched a episode of Top of the Pops from nineteen seventy seventy nine, I think it was, or nineteen eighty. Was still allowed to show those? Uh, well, uh, it was John Peel, so right, you know, fine. so it's fine. Um, and um, it had uh, it had the Runaways on it, and Joan Jett was playing a. Uh, I, I at first I was like, wow, what a great looking Les Paul. Oh, it's the Les Paul Deluxe mini humbuckers, rubbish. I don't mind it in Les Paul. The one that I can't stand in is the SG. Just oh, looks you're wrong. So wrong. You're I so wrong. I don't mind it in a in a Les Paul at all. Fine, fine. Do you know, you know what else is super super? Uh, uh, do you know? What, do you know what, I'm not gonna lie. Do you know what else is rubbish? <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the um, the high performance line. I, I mean, I've never cared about the high yeah. performance stuff. But in fairness to Gibson, this year. They have sorted out. Do you remember last year on the high performances? Oh, God, they've got more of those fades. Oh, yeah, they have all the dipped finishes. Yeah, it's very weird. But um, I'm into it. it. Uh, do you know what? I, I'm, I, I never oh, thought I would be like this. I actually it. really like them. So, uh, so of course, they have their chrome um, chrome humbuckers on the uh, th- on th- the HP, the high performance. That's HP. the thing I don't like. If they release these, but with normal pickups... I'd be way more into them. But they are again now. So 2018, they lost the pickup surrounds for the uh, for, for the for the humbuckers. But they misplaced and So <laughs> No, it was just it, there, there was no surround. And the only way you could adjust the height of the pickup was through screws oh, that were in the yeah, back yeah, of the yeah, body. Yeah. It proved to be very unpopular and a lot of people didn't like the look. I actually thought it suited the ethos of the high performance. Anyway, it was super unpopular and they have... Gibson have listened. Not that any of you listeners would uh, take note of Gibson listening. You're all just going to have a pop at them anyway because you know so <laughs> blooming well, don't you? But um, but yes, they have moved back to chrome uh, pickup surrounds uh, on these, which I think... Uh, 
I mean, I don't know about Chrome pickups, James. What do you think? Um, I think what they should do with these guitars is, like, fine. Put them if, in the bin. No, if they want to have the robot tuners, absolutely fine, and make the dip finishes locking tuners now on these. They're not robots on there. No, not no, robots. yeah, I was just that's locking exactly what I'm. Have the robots, tuners, the robots zero fret, gone. adjustable. Robots so. gone altogether. Robots gone. Right. So locking tuners. Well, I wonder what's gone on with um, Tronical then. Well, um, coil tap. Well, Tronical would get into that. Well, um, so. Uh, I think for me, fine, do whatever you need to do with this high-performance circuit that's in there, whatever. Put the locking tuners on there, great. Get rid of all the like horrible chrome nonsense that's on there. Get rid of the pickup surrounds. Um, replace the trussle cover with something new. Like, keep the pickup surrounds, but just make them black or white yeah, or whatever. Um, and keep the finishes. I like the fades. Well, actually, I mean, I have to say, so that you're, obviously this guitar is not for me. Actually, it's not really for any of us. But when I was uh, when I was shooting the demos uh, at work on, on Thursday when they'd come in, we had a couple of, a couple of guys I've worked with a very, a very sort of modern, you know, this sort of designer math rocky sort of fellas. Very shreddery, very music man guitars. Yeah. Very vigier, those, those sorts of things. They were really into them. Those dudes really like these guitars, and yeah. they're they're people that like they didn't they didn't care about the double cut junior, but they really liked these high performances. Now I do think again, like Gibson have put this at an awkward price point at at sort of three thousand pounds. Certainly, a lot of Ooh. the feedback's going to be negative for this because at that price point, you are competing. If you want to make a bling guitar and you want to make it three grand, you're competing. You're competing with PRS, and yeah. not just that, you're you're competing with like PRS private stock and. I mean, as much as I'm really not into PRS guitars, you cannot fault them. They are absolutely perfectly built, and I don't know if Gibson is quite up to uh, up to taking that particular company on for quality. Um, so one of the dip switches on the high performance series, yes, does it says it it adds the transient suppression system yeah. and i'm trying to work out what that means because i've never heard of it before in my life i'm just having a quick google do you know what transient suppression is nah i don't know what any of these things are on, on that series and <laughs> absolutely not fast uh on the on the uh on the base front, it appears to be it appears to do is something to do with the magnetic field but like sh- like limits interference, but isn't that what a humbucker is? Like literally humbucker. I don't know. I'd need to look at it. I, mean, I need it sounds, to. It I need like to, a buzzword for I need, something. That yeah, I doing. need to do some reading into this. Um, Sorry, bases on, on the on the base front. Uh, Nothing. <laughs> well, they've they've changed it up again. Actually, I I really like 2018s. Like the return of the RD bass. What, what a fantastic instrument. You know the um. There was some cool stuff in 2018. Anyway, 2019, unfortunately, they've reintroduced the 2017 EB bass uh, modeled after oh, the which Tobias. Was a, which wasn't the cool EB Not bass. Not the cool EB bass. Yeah, it was the rubbish Tobias-style one. Really wasn't very good. Um, and they have introduced it. They've got the Thunderbird back in again. Um, now available in two colors that are virtually identical. Oh, gosh, yeah. They've gone for Vintage Sunburst, and I think one's called Heritage Sunburst instead. Uh, Her- Heritage Cherry. It's Heritage Cherry Sunburst and Vintage Sunburst. Um... I don't remember them ever being eighteen nine nine. That's a lot of money. That is yeah. a lot of money. That is roughly what the two thousand and eighteens are. So not not no sort of price change there. Really, they are doing yeah. left-handed though, which I they are doing don't remember seeing before no, on Thunderbirds. Cool. 
That's cool. And I tell you what, that would be very weird seeing a like if you go see a band and you've got there's a left-handed bass player playing a Thunderbird. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to. I'm like my brain isn't going to be able to like compute it. Just like no, he must. They they must be standing the wrong way around. Like I don't I don't get it. Really weird. Yeah, yeah, super cool though. Anyway, that is kind of the uh, that's the Gibson. 2019 uh, lineup in a nutshell. Any other models either of you want to mention, or should we move um, on to the next thing? There is some stuff with the acoustics uh, in that they've introduced. Oh, I didn't look at these at all. Yeah, so um, there's quite a lot of stuff going on. There's acoustics. I think I forgot to list them. <laughs> Good. Um, there's the acoustic studio series, um, which is coming from the Montana um, factory. Um, more affordable price point. Studio features uh, a walnut back and sides um, and spruce tops. So you've got an L00, J45, Hummingbird, and SJ200. Price-wise, um, again, I've only got US pricing here, but they're like 1499 USD. Um, so quite a bit more affordable that's than, great. than the standard series. I mean, that's great. If, you could, if, if, if I can buy a, a Gibson acoustic at that price point, if all of a sudden they're competing with Martin and Taylor... On the low end stuff, definitely, because yeah. Gibson's always been, you know, uh, ever since I've been kind of working in shops, Gibson's always been at the higher end of the acoustics. They've never really had anything that's uh, kind of competes with the more affordable stuff. Um, interestingly, they also all of those models come with uh, LR bags VTC pickups, which is something that I keep hearing really good uh, things about. So yeah, really interesting. Um, so yeah, the acoustic range is now uh, studio, standard, vintage, and deluxe. Oh, those cool. are your options. That's great. Some coherence in the exactly, in the, and it's always been a bit of a. Mixed totally, totally, and I think part of that's historical, you know, because they've had all these like lingering models and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's cool that there's now something that's actually affordable. The other thing that they announced in acoustics um, is the sustainable series, um, and they describe it as having oh, no. a unique and ev- um, environmentally friendly beeswax based finish, which means Jay can't is it, play. Is it, it going to be uh, made out of cardboard? Um, and you model wise, you've got um, L double zero J forty five and Hummer. Bird models. I mean, technically, Gibson's use hide glue across the board these days. So yeah, also well, yeah, yeah. me or Jay should be buying. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, in the article, uh, this uh, says Gibson suggests a regular new application of the beeswax finish to keep the wood well moisturized. So I guess what they're doing here is they're like rubbed finishes with this wax rather than a sprayed finish, um, and I guess that means that they're more environmentally just, friendly. Right, okay. Well, um, but it'll be like a Warwick, you know, when uh, Warwick guitars come with the yeah. beeswax. Uh, Warwick basses, sorry, comes with the beeswax pot. I guess it's going to be the same thing. You just have to top it up over time. That could be cool, though. Yeah. Because if you don't, it might it's also sound relic. really nice. <laughs> it could relic well and also could sound really nice because obviously one of the limiting factors in kind of guitar tone is the kind of thickness of the finish. So if these are basically unfinished guitars um that might be pretty cool cool um but yeah i I think the introduction of the studios is great because for me you know gibson acoustics not much of an acoustic player i'm not going to spend a ton of money on it but i really like the sound of gibson acoustics but they've always been well above my price point yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. i'd be really interested to to you know be able to pick up a gibson acoustic like you know that's exactly the price point i'd be buying an acoustic at and I would be looking at Martin, or you know, if I, if I had no taste, I'd be looking at Taylor. But. They look great as well. I mean, they look pretty much just like a Gibson J forty five or a Hummingbird, but they're yeah, they're. I think it's probably the finish is the main thing. It seems a little more stripped back. Awesome. Well, listener, there is your acoustic guitar update 
from uh, for from the year. <laughs> yeah. That's the only time we'll ever mention acoustics. Yeah, great, Mark. We have you back for one episode. Yeah. And you managed to talk about acoustics. Uh, so <laughs> other things in the news. That is kind of everything on the Gibson 2019 lineup. Like or lump Gibson, there are some really interesting and exciting things there. So I think that is super cool. In other news, um, Earthquaker put together really a rather sort of fetching teaser campaign for a new pedal that then got leaked all over the internet and sort of ruined the uh, launch of their uh, their new uh, pedal but uh, it is now officially released they've uh, they've brought a new vibrato to the to the market mark packham yeah so brand new pedal from earthquaker the aqueduct vibrato um it sounds really good there's uh, like loads of demos all over the internet now i do recommend uh, people check it out um Eight different modulation settings. Um, so if you're looking for something, you know, vibrato is not generally the mer- most versatile of effect. What are you saying? Uh, no, I'm not saying you can't use it in loads of different situations. What I'm saying is usually you buy a vibrato pedal and you've got like speed and depth and that's kind of it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah whereas this has actually got like eight different settings, eight different kind of um points to work from on there um and yeah a variety of vintage style vibrato and newer cynthia pulsations um and uh the envelope control pitch mode uh or as earthquake call it the my bloody valentine setting so um (laughs) yeah there's uh it seems like it will do tons of stuff and vibrato definitely seems to be kind of on vogue at the moment um i don't think before we started this podcast i'd ever known of anyone to ever use a vibrato pedal and now (laughs) joe branton tells me that basically everyone and his mother is using a uh, a vibrato everyone yeah absolutely it, well, it looks super cool what a great addition to the pedal i have to say that it was a weird marketing campaign it was like uh, if, if you saw it it was it was the pedal covered in black paint sort of like twisting around in like slow motion whilst the paint dripped from it and i was like oh they've made a metal zone you know that that was <laughs> i think was everyone I this year should do like a fake metal zone like they've actually released a completely different pedal but the marketing suggests that it's actually a mega uh, metal zone genius genius that is clearly clearly the the uh, solution well just because that's such a you know a hot pedal on the internet yeah yeah absolutely jay cross our favorite company hotone have uh hot one hot one have uh have released a power amp for your pedal board everyone's jumping on this this is what we were talking about earlier the head rush the helix axe effects throw away all your actual amp heads just get a power amp yeah so this is um carrying on from uh they've released a, a few things as part of this um legacy floor series i think is what they're calling it yeah because the legacy was the name of the range that their heads those mini heads that they did Oh, were they? Is that what that was? I believe so. Right, okay, so this is the Legacy Floor series. Okay, cool. Well, there's a bit of cohesion there. That's interesting. I didn't didn't know that. So, yeah, as you say, this is... um a uh, uh, a power amp designed to, I guess, sit kind of on your pedal board. Um, so just a single control on there, just a single um, volume control. Uh, really, really weird little um, weird product for, for Honto to come out with. But then again, we've been saying that about Moore when they've been bringing out all of these kind of like, yeah. um, I guess, Helix head rush uh, friendly um solutions so yeah obviously being hotone it's a a a price that you would um expect it to be um so 200 dollars is what it's looking at um really really interested to see what goes on with this i tell you the, the the big the big red flag for me and this is my uh guitar shop 
um, uh, my guitar shop RA sense tinkling, uh, and that is that it runs on an 18 to 20 volt DC center positive power no, supply. Oh, no, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the center positive. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is uh, this is this is like my palms are already sweating for uh, when I'm running around trying to find a replacement power supply. <laughs> of course, uh, known for you know, like real good customer service and loads of like availability of spares and that sort of thing you know but well, yeah, re- really interesting. So it's 75 watts. Um, they reckon it will power anything between 4 and 16 ohm uh, cabs. Uh, and yeah, you, like I say, you've just got a single volume, uh, like big, big knob uh, control for the volume. Um, it, I mean, it look, I tell you what, it is a, a cut above um, in terms of everything else that Hotone have done from a design point of view. Yeah, it, it looks, looks really sleek. It looks yeah. really, really sleek. Well, I, I just um, think, interesting, if you if cast your sort of mind back a, a decade, you know, what could you get other than the uh, the 44 Magnum and the Calibre 22? Well, uh, Marshall, uh, Marshall 100-100. Yeah, 2020 power, rack yeah. power. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you exactly. know. But it's like, a, I meant specifically for sort of floor-based terms, power. Yeah, in terms rack. of floor. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just that, and, just that you know, the 22 Calibre is rubbish. Yeah, well, the 44 Magnum wasn't that much better. And, and you know, it was okay. It was serviceable. But, it's my a, God, I wouldn't want to use something like that alongside a Helix. And this really is aimed at that. I, also, think, I think it's really interesting. And, and actually, I tell you, I think that with, um, with Moore and... And um, Hotone and a bunch of other companies bringing out similar things like this. I'm very surprised that there hasn't been an update to the electroharmonics, um, you know, 22 caliber, 44 Magnum. Yeah. Because at the time, like I bought a 22 caliber and it really didn't sound very good. Um, but it was really good as a sort of utility um, thing to have as a backup at a show in case the head goes down. You plug into that, you plug into the cab, and it's like, okay, fine, this will do. It's not great, but it will do. And I'm really surprised that given the uh, change in um, in technology between, and also not just the change in technology, the change in appetite between then and now, I'm surprised that Electroharmonics haven't released like a larger version. Because the, the, I thought that, I think, 22 Caliber and 44 Magnum, great names for... The um, great names for the the products. I just think if they should just kind of reintroduce them. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, even if you look at Seymour Duncan with their Power Stage One Seventy now, yeah, the floor right. based one, it is very like. I mean, it is three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah. That's what the more the uh, Hotine's going after, isn't it? It's in yeah. that Power Stage app, exactly. and they've made a, a similar thing. Exactly. I mean, of course, Moore released their same in a in a rack mount mm-hmm. version. We are actually running out of time on the podcast, but I should. I mean, it was brought to our attention that last week we didn't mention. I think this actually got announced shortly after we'd recorded last week's podcast. Um, but August twenty eighth, uh, this press release says. So yes, yeah, the yeah, day yeah. we re- the, the day, day we, we released. Um, so Moore uh, have released their own um, their preamp live, which is a very very exciting, interesting sort of stab at the Kemper market, but in a but in a floor based unit. So it is a preamp pedal which can be used with the Moore uh, amp top power amp, and of course they've released their own FRFR single 12 cab as well it, it, all in this really nice sleek white and black finish i think it looks fantastic so this preamp pedal uh integrates with your um four four foot switches to to switch between you the different uh the different setups you'd have um on there and and you know a ton of sort of amp style rotaries on there but um 
I think what's most interesting is you can integrate the the Moore preamp live. You can plug it into your computer and it gives you access to what they currently have, which is 50 different amp models, and you can download any 12 into the pedal to use for the pedal okay, remotely. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Because what I was just about to say is only two weeks ago, we or maybe last week, we talked about the four or five new Moore preamps yeah. that they've just released in their pedal series and now they're kind of making those obsolete but if what what that does say to me and apologies again for going off on a bit of a tangent here is you know how we were talking the other week about how um these new uh preamps just keep coming they keep yeah. like bringing new ones out if this has got 50 built into their <laughs> yeah and they're only on 17 exactly now, like they've yeah. obviously got a few more to they, well you know what they're going to be releasing for the yeah. next uh, <laughs> the next couple of years yeah, you exactly. know but but really interesting and what is extra good and i appreciate that um I, I'm, I'm pretty sure head rush i'm not sure if helix has i think helix has this feature as well but obviously what what camper have popularized is uh is impulse response so yeah um helix definitely you will you can load impulse you can, you can i've yeah. just never never tried so i wasn't sure um yeah you're right you can i remember seeing the option on the drop down yeah um but yeah the the fact that that's an addition here um is that what you're talking about what they're calling their tone capture uh tone capture yeah so you yeah. can send that uh you can create take a snapshot of yeah. an existing amplifier that you have so it's not it's not versatile like kemper because you can't manipulate you're not doing like a 3d map or no whatever. it's not yeah. a 3d map it's just a snapshot of one particular sound but that i still think is very like that that's something that a lot of people will want. It essentially means like, yeah, fine. They have 50 amps that you have an option of, but you have access to, well, every single amplifier in the world if you want. This can be anything you want it to be. All you've got to do is load it in there. Can people upload their own uh, impulse responses and their own, own preamp uh, settings? I would presume yes. so. There's no yeah, 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 You can yeah, upload yeah. it and then download. Um, let me just... Oh, I, I see saw, what, what you're saying. Is oh, there, what, like there to any share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, right. I, that, actually, I was just thinking about that. It doesn't look like they've got any sort of... Right. But, but whilst uh, there'll be nothing community. official, you, you can do that. I, I, I well, yeah, maybe you, there'll be like some forum where you can save them and bounce them out to other people. Yeah, exactly. But but yeah, um, what, a, what a really interesting and brilliant product. Very much a sign of the times. And retailing only 399 American D's. That's, that's quite a lot of money. Uh, what's that in pounds? Well, it'll be 300 quid. Joe clearly doesn't know how money works. <laughs> I mean, we know that already. Uh, but, uh, the old imperial days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but, it's still quite... That's still quite... That'll be... Uh, might be, be it might be 350 street, I maybe. Guess, yeah, I guess that's still the price of an amp head, isn't it? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. So. Yeah. But that, then again, um, every time we talk about Moore and every time they bring out a new product, we do say something like, wow, can't believe Moore have brought this out. Maybe we need to start taking them seriously and stop talking about them in terms of a budget brand. And, you know, I've still brought the tone down to that. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah really interesting. Really interesting to see absolutely, what they do. Absolutely. But anyway, that is it for us here on the regular podcast we will be continuing over on the patreon episode of the guitar nerds podcast where from as little as one dollar a month you can support the guitar nerds podcast one dollar a month gets you the regular episode ad free and early five dollars a month gets you an extra half an hour every week plus access to bonus features and mini series such as Branton's rant on and ten dollars a month makes you one of our executive backers granting you access to everything already mentioned, plus the prestigious honour of having your name read out in one breath by me. 
I noticed that there was uh, quite a few extra people on this list. There are since I uh, since I've left. Since you, you, you boys must be doing a good job because people seem to be signing up for the Patreon. So there's actually, actually I do have to scroll now. I can't fit all of the names in uh, in point twelve on a on a document in front of me. So I do have to scroll now. I, I wonder if that's going to affect my you've breathing. Got, you've got to be close. Like having a look at this list, you guys are you well you you've got to be close to be running out of breath now. Surely, absolutely, absolutely. Last night I drank nearly a litre of vodka as well. So I'm. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not feeling a hundred percent. What are you guys doing for backing tracks these days? Not saying that I haven't listened to the, all the way to the end of the podcast. Oh yeah, nice, thanks, here, but, mate. Uh, are you are you still making them with your mouth? Uh, the last you... the last couple of times, um, you, I think last time we didn't have anything. We just let the uh, cold, eerie silence of Joe's voice ring out into the night. I'm up for that again. Uh, the uh, I think the week before, Matty put something uh, through. It on was his a drum AOA. machine. He put a drum machine on. Yeah. Uh, my favourite one is still when you put a shepherd tone behind. Me. Oh, oh yeah, we did horrible. that. That was really good. That was really good. Horrible. Just before you go into this, um, I uh, I was thinking about you this week, Joe. Um, yeah, I you know as I often do. Um, uh, because I was Who watching, doesn't? I was watching an episode of, uh, and don't worry, listeners, if you haven't watched it, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. But I was watching an episode of uh, Better Call Saul um, from the new series, which is really good, and um, I was reminded uh, of the um, e- the like element song. You know the, the where where some someone just wrote exactly that. Someone just wrote a song where all the lyrics are just the um the elements from the periodic table of elements, and that is what I think of when you're reading these names out. You know who can do that song just off the top of his head all the way through? Daniel Radcliffe. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's on. Was uh, in Harry Potter. Yeah, he's in Harry Potter. I think he was on Graham Norton or something, and he just. They're like, oh yeah, what's your party trick? And he just does the whole song. <laughs> it's really weird. It's really all right, weird. all right. I'm gonna read anyway, these names yeah, out. Okay, anyway. yeah. Ready? <clears throat> what I'm just saying is, w- once it gets to the point where, when we get to the point where you can no longer say all the names in one breath, you need to write a song. I've got a uh, okay. song we can do underneath. Okay. Follow my lead. I'll, I'll let Joe start. Follow first. you. Follow you. Okay. All right. All right. This is relevant to Joe's condition once he finishes the list. Okay. Okay. Is it... Um... Oh, Start the list. Adrian Day, Ken Sayers, Matthew King, Ethan Jebediah Martius, Steve, John Reddy, Scott Hamilton, Ivan Mayorkart, Merritt Peters, Golden G, Richard III, Sean Arbo, Joshua Mitchell, Chris Wolfred Cuffinson, Ryan McDermott, Robert Cousins, Rob Grew, Nick Nagel, Tucker Amadon, Ernie Cooper, Henry James Baker, Christoph Rapson, Zane Omar, Matt Roberts, Dave Lee, Derek Pinzer, Martin Cliff, Matt Davies, Aaron Sherman, Blake Wyland, Jake Gray, Christopher Lawson, Ron Scott Kennedy, Robin Smith, Rob Nordwick, Rob Grant, Derek Rich, Chris Connors, Andy Joyce, Carlos Mancha, Steve Merkel, Blair Toms, Mark Ross, Brad Page, JD Short, Andy McKenzie, Laurie Anstis, Paul Corrigan, Will Clare, Scott O'Brien, Bill Thompson, Boom Gravit, Colin Anderson. <laughs> Just, you look bad. You look oh, bad. Oh, God, that was really close. That was really <laughs> close. I do not have much. <laughs> I reckon a couple more names and you won't be able to do that anymore. Yeah, a couple more names and we're going to have to get a new gimmick to get people to sign up. I think you just get a computer voice to read it out. Yeah, probably something like that. Anyway, there you have it. Um, 
You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at Guitar Nerds or on YouTube at Guitar Nerds Videos. You can even visit our website, guitarnerds.net, where all of our various channels are displayed in all of their glory. And you can even purchase Guitar Nerds merchandise and become a true member of the club. That is it from us this week. We'll catch you next time for some more guitar nerdery. Farewell. Cheers, gang. Mark underscore random on Twitter, reverb.com. Cheers, bye. <laughs> Idiot. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.